Welcome back, people. It is episode one of season four of the Taxi Squad podcast. We have a fair amount of strange and unusual topics to get into. The college football playoff is about to have an epic end of season. Not only that, we got some great football picks to discuss with you. And for the first time ever, our theme song. Come on, everybody, celebrate. The taxi squad is here today. So lose the blues, kick back and relax for now. We talk about sports and stupid stuff. We'll probably be wrong and it might be rough. So welcome back. It's the taxi squad. Yeah. Vinny, how the hell are you? I'm good, dude. Just had to get out of Burt. Now that that's out, I'm good to go. Good. I'm happy oh, that our theme song has finally come to fruition, sir. We finally have one. After uh, three whole flipping years, we finally have a theme song, and we can say shit like Prime, like, give me my theme music. <laughs> and I'm pretty jacked about it. I think we really got the whole 90s sitcom vibe, which was the goal. Yeah, so if you're on listening, you're obviously only going to hear it. Um, but if you were watching it on YouTube, there is a video. We hung out on this beautiful winter break that we've had. Um, yes. Happy New Year, by the way. Happy 2024. I hope you're going to have everything you want and need in the new year. I hope that for us and you guys as well. Um, but yes. if you do want to see the editing magic of one Vince Glove, then go ahead and check it out on YouTube. And let me know some of your critiques, please. <laughs> We need to hear all the comments. We need to see all your opinions about the intro video. I think it's outstanding. I think it's, it's funny. But once again, and, and to Vince's point, Happy New Year, people. Can't believe we get a fourth season of doing this for y'all. And without you, none of it would be possible. So thank you, as always. And uh, we, we kind of buried it a little bit here, Vinny. But, I mean, we got some strange and unusual topics to really talk about. We got and four. I'm, we got four. <laughs> See, this is always the fun times, man. This is like fun the first. Time. Yeah, this is like the first first time we've ever had four, I think. Some are positive, some are negative, but without further ado, I think we should just hop into one of them. Um, Let's do it. Strange and unusual alumnus, Wander Franco, back again. For anything good, Mike? Yeah. Absolutely fucking not. Wander no. Franco, he had his house in the Dominican Republic raided by officials. Wanda oh Franco is currently in jail. Uh, there are reports coming out right now that he paid the 14-year-old minor's mother, the minor of which he was engaging in sexual acts with, um, amounts of like 10 to 15 to 50 to 100,000 pesos each throughout this this lifespan. So he would send the money to his mother his mother would send it to this lady. It was a little bit sketchy, a little bit odd. Um, he's detained wow. right now, and it looks like on Monday, the court case will officially begin for this man. So is he ever going to play in, baseball again? I do not know. In the Dominican. So he was mm -hmm. like hiding out in the Dominican, suspended from the team. And what? He got suspended like, what was that, July? Yeah, he well. I want to say it was like probably shortly September. before or after the all-star breaks from my memory. Yeah. It's been a while since he's played baseball. Um, 
the Rays did not have a shortstop for quite a bit of time last year because of this, and now it's all kind of coming to a head. So we will see what happens. It will be tomorrow, for those listening right now. Um, and we'll figure that out when that ship comes. So, but it is pretty insane. So allegedly, then, allegedly, yes, like her mother was like prostituting her own daughter to an MLB player. It feels like that. But it also feels like, hey, you're not supposed to do that, so give me money now. So I don't know if the money was being given to her after the relationship ceased to exist or if it was during. Um, I don't know if she has different values on when people are supposed to be dating, but the law is the law in both America and the Dominican Republic, which is not Do we know, like, the legal age of consent in Dominican? It's 18. I feel like it's— it's 18, it's 18, just like okay. here. Yeah, it's the same thing. So very much so not legal there, which is why they're going through all of this currently. Reminds me of that Shane Gillis bit. Like which one? The age of consent was was created. Oh, yeah. From Rhode Island, 12. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh God. Ah, oh, <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, that's literally what it is. It's like, Jesus Christ. And, like, obviously there's – there's a lot of that going around sports right now. I mean, we saw the Josh Giddy stuff, and he's from Australia, and that's been taken care of in a much different way because he was unknowledgeable about her age. Seems like Wander Franco knew, believe it. knew perfectly well that he wasn't knowledgeable about it. A thousand percent he was knowledgeable. He had a fucking no. Come on. I mean, he was at a club, man. I don't know. I'm not going to fight for the guy if he's doing some sketchy shit, but anything that's come out has been to that tune. Or this one, it seemed pretty obvious off the bat. He knew no. what her age was. Also, yeah, the giddy thing is like 17-year-old. This one's a 14-year-old. Yeah, man. That, I mean, hey, Carl Malone will get away with it, though. Dude, Carl Malone, got a, Carl Malone got away from, got away with it because he wasn't in the spotlight when it was happening. And still, did Carl Malone get away with it? Because anytime I mean, someone brings up his name, they're like, no bad <laughs> put him away yeah but he didn't go to prison true yeah he actually had a fruitful nba career but even so right. that guy's a scumbag too so he is a smidge of a scumbag i mean there's no doubt oh, about it wholeheartedly not even a smidge just full-fledged scumbag um but yeah, yeah this is once friday comes around we'll see what ends up happening i don't think he's gonna play baseball at least for a year if not ever again so it looks like Tampa Bay will probably be looking for a new shortstop. So this young phenom, because I don't know if you remember this, when he was coming up, it was like best thing since sliced bread. Looks like that ship has seemed to be sailed at this point. Well, if you're really good at sports, um, don't take advantage of minors. I think that's the moral of the story and here. if you're not good at sports, also don't take advantage of minors. <laughs> because what I'd the say, fuck, man? <laughs> yeah, I'd say that's true also, but yep. more so. Uh, all to, just, just, just all together. Yeah, just, just don't this world do it. The way it is. Why is this world the way it is? Don't yeah. truly understand it. But, eh, well, I mean, hey, Wander Franco probably never an MLB player again. Do we think Tim Anderson gets targeted by the Tampa Bay Rays? So I've I had that thought yesterday. I think that's possible. Only problem is the Rays don't pay people, and Tim Anderson's looking to get paid yeah. well above his market value. So we'll see how that ends up. That ends up shaking out, but. I don't think he's going to get paid a lot. So maybe he goes to the Rays, but. Well, we'll I mean, 
Tim Anderson had his own atrocities in Chicago. Two baby mamas that knew about each other. Two strange. Not people. illegal though. At least not in the illegal. eyes of the law. At least in the eyes to of the, the point. law. Yes. To the point. To the point. Well, Vince, uh, we are still on some strange and unusual topics. Yeah. You you brought this one to me today. Uh, yes. Jason Whitlock, formerly Jason. with FS1, <laughs> now with Blaze Media Group. Um, very outspoken. Used to play in the NFL. Now he got like super political, I guess, was on mm-hmm. Fox News for a little while. I've seen his face float around in different uh, different platforms. But Blaze seems to be the, the path he's moving on now. Which, uh, congratulations, you, uh, whatever the fuck Blaze is. I don't know what Blaze is at all. Why don't you um, kind of discuss what what targeted ads were focusing on him on ESPN's website? Yeah. Jason Whitlock was doing some studying, some investigation on what was going on with the NFL standings, you know, as we all do, um, for which he ended up running into a targeted ad. So first things first, Jason, get an ad blocker. Do that first. It'll help you out in the future. Second thing is know a little bit more about the Internet because you're all over it, brother. So he posts a picture, says, I'm looking at the NFL standings on ESPN.com. This is an ad running above the standings. How is this possible? Appropriate question mark. The advertisement says one piece, funny, happy birthday, him, husband, boyfriend, birthday gifts, decorations. Balls deep inside of me is great way to spend your birthday is what it says. And he says, this isn't appropriate. Why are you advertising this ESPN? Well, here's the kicker, kids. Um, it's called retargeting. It's a thing that Google does. Um, This is my marketing brain coming in. It looks up all of your previous search history, your cookies on your browser, and then advertise stuff that will be of interest to you via those ads. So what I get and what you get, what other people get, are going to differ based on what you've looked up in the past. It just seems to be that Jason Whitlock likes balls deep inside of him as a great way to spend somebody's birthday. And he essentially oh. posted that to the masses, calling out ESPN, to which everybody replied, good thing to know about you, Jason. Happy for you. This is a weird way to announce it, but good job. Well, I mean, there is a statistic out there that, that that does claim that, you know, a certain percentage of former NFL players are, you know, closeted in quote. So and listen, if he, he is, kinda... I'm proud of you. But the no, yeah, hey, he... thousand percent, no judgment yeah. here. But, um, yeah, he, he needs to figure out how the internet works today. Yeah. Uh, do you think now Run there's going to be like a somebody. big goofy statement where he like comes out oh, of the yeah. media? Yeah. So he yeah. actually posted something today. So he went over it today. Didn't watch because, quite frankly, I don't care what his callback is. I mean, is what did that. he say? Paraphrasing. Come on. He said, well, he put it on Blaze.com, and I don't think I'm trying to give Blaze any clicks right now, but. Essentially, it was called the porn gate. He said, the handlers of media don't like me. I'm a problem because I won't take their programming. I'm going to spend however much time I have left on Earth explaining to you how all the game is being run. So essentially saying that this was a hit campaign against him that he caused himself because he's the one that goes off. I mean, porn watching one on one, you got to clear the history, man. Well, for sure. And like that being like he probably was on Amazon looking up like balls deep. Like that's what he if, probably if you, if you if you listen to this podcast, I mean, you have known at some point you got it. You, you didn't want to give your family's computer aids. Yeah, you delete the cookies. 
history. You needed to delete the fucking history. Right. No matter what you would. I mean, you can't. So you just his, didn't grow up in that era. Yeah. His whole way about it is people were coming at him and he isn't letting the noise get to him and he's going to keep being who he is. But the problem is, is that none of that makes any fucking sense. And there's like a bunch of like pictures and stuff. And I'm looking at it all on Twitter slash X dot com right now. Um, and it just says, y'all been after me for a decade. And the worst you've gotten me is a team ad. That's embarrassing. Um, he's just essentially deflecting and trying to get it out of the way. Um, so he's but, been looking it up on Timu. I guess so. Or Timu is China, people. It's China. Or his Timu ad is just odd. I don't know. There's something to him because I've never gotten an advertisement like that from Timu or not from Timu. So whatever the fuck he's doing, different than me, I suppose. I mean, hey, Jason Whitlock. <laughs> he's the first person I think about when I think of, you know, any sort of, you know, it would be controversy funny in the sports media. It would be funny that if if it was like any frequent user of the blaze.com is going to get balls deep birthday gift advertisements and that's what Timu's doing. <laughs> no, you know and what he's I actually want him to telling do? the truth. <laughs> you know what I want him to do? I want him to go on like a big press tour to like save his face. Yeah. And then like go on um go on the herd and have like Colin Coward like teach him <laughs> the ways of the internet. I think it would be fantastic. I'd I think it would be great. That's prime be time like, television. So do you understand exactly how the internet works? <laughs> and and they like, they're talking to me. He's doing a lot now and he's deflecting. Um, this is kind of an Same aside, strange and unusual, but I don't know if you heard anything about the Jimmy Kimmel and Aaron Rodgers debate right now. Oh, yeah. Jimmy Kimmel uh, stated that he was going to take Aaron Rodgers to court. Right. About his a uh, he. He allegedly stated that Jimmy Kimmel was on the Epstein plane yeah. once or twice. And Jimmy Kimmel came out and said that that wasn't the case. Yeah. And that if you keep talking about me, I'm going to take you to court and all this happy good shit. But the funny um, thing about that, and listen, like. The I list got released. It gets released like either sometime. It was supposed, so it was supposed to be Christmas. And then it was supposed to be the first of the year. And neither of those happen. So I think it's all just smoke and mirrors. I don't know if it's ever going to happen. But to that notion. I think a lot of people are afraid they're going to go away. Right. Yeah. So, but that even happens. to to that notion, it's kind of like Jimmy Kimmel, your whole job is to talk about people. He talked about Aaron Rodgers a lot. What are you, You're going to sue him for defamation of character? Like, if you're well, not he on says it, then he keeps going with that narrative. Yeah, but with it, to your point, why are you, are you so defensive? And also, like, where is he going to keep so going defensive. with that narrative? He's on Pat McAfee one time a week. Like, I'm not a big Aaron Rodgers truth or anything like that, but like, no, it's not going to be new. It's already not news. Like, by the time this podcast gets posted, no one's going to give a shit about it. So it's kind of just like, what are we doing here? Um, but yeah, that was Jason Whitlock's take today because he's like, "Let's get the other news in here because can't have this team." We ad. need to just fucking <laughs> off my weird tendencies. I like to Google. Hey, but congrats to Jason! Congrats to Jason Whitlock for learning. You how deserve to live your truth. Work. Live your truth, brother. Stop looking at the at the goofy porn. <laughs> live your truth, brother. You can be who you want to be, and don't let anybody take that from you.
Correct. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> to more strange and unusual topics. Yep. Dan Orlovsky, ESPN analyst, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> was uh, was in the news recently for eating a pancake off the studio floor, first yep. and foremost, um, which nine second rule, 10 second rule, five second know. rule. I mean, he just like it, it hit the floor. He picked it up. He ate it. Right. I mean, we're big guys. I've done it. I've done it. Whatever. Come on. You're not going to judge him because he ate a pancake off the floor. Ten second rules. Yeah. Yeah. Pancake does. Pancake does soak things up quickly, though. I don't know. Pancake would be the one that I'd go for on the floor. I think you got to have like a a tier list, but I'm not going to. Okay. I'm not going to get mad over that. I'm not going to get mad over that. Do what you need. Ten second. Ten second food list, Vince. Okay. One, two, three. Let's discuss it. Anything with sauce is hard. Anything but what if it's a dry pancake? It, so my thought is if the floor is wet and the pancake hits it, then it's fucked because it soaks things up sure. so much. Sure. Dry, dry floor, recently cleaned, yeah. If he knows that studio doesn't get mopped up, then no. You know, there's levels to it. So there's things that we don't know. Um, but pancake is – I think pancake's okay. I think it's okay. Okay, I I agree. I mean, a waffle might be more acceptable. Maybe True. a piece of toast. You never know. But to your point, maybe that waffle's recently buttered. Maybe that piece of toast recently buttered. Yeah, because you then you're know. getting ground seasoning. Is what you're getting on there. If it's wet. Yeah, you never. Know. Oh God, during COVID days, we'd be ostracized for talking yep. about this. You get it? I know Jimmy hey, Kimmel will be roasting Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's been happening for a long time. But yep. another thing, Dan Orlovsky decided to do was sniff Molly Karam's shoe. Considerably weirder. Considerably does he weirder. Have a sh- does he have a shoe fetish, maybe? Okay, maybe do, you rem- do you remember like that blog that he made that, that was like, how to stay faithful to your wife? And he's like, don't be in the same room as a woman or like by yourself no. one-on-one. He made a whole blog about like, you like don't masturbate, like don't think about other women, like crazy shit. And now he's on live TV getting his little snifflers inside of a lady's shoe. I'm like, Dan. I mean, it's not just any lady, Vince. I mean, come on. It's Molly Karam. Beautiful. It's Molly Karam. Very beautiful person. Um, Recently married to Jalen Rose, NBA star, whatever. Didn't they get divorced? They did. Yeah. Sorry about that, Jalen. Well, you don't shit where you eat, people. Even so, the clip, which I'm watching on repeat right now, is so odd. And he's like, he's like, ha ha ha. Look at me smell the shoe. And everybody's like, yo, what the f-? Like, Darren Lofsky's a bit of a weird guy. I think that's for sure. Well, he ran out of the back of the end zone. Yeah. And Notably, he's, been trying he ev- end zone. he's been trying every single time it happens now to avoid to move it on to somebody else. And not, that's not him, which is also funny. Um, but <laughs> I don't know, man. This is just weird. Why the fuck did he what? smell it? I don't. I just. I think it's personally fucking hilarious. But with all of that, how do you get his hands on it? ESPN posted it, which is makes yeah. it even weirder. So what are they? To Whitlock's point, what are they promoting? What are they, what are they promoting, Vince? I mean, feet, feet guys and, and balls deep inside other guys. I don't know. <laughs> Seems like Disney's going wild recently. Disney going wild. <laughs> Who knows? Hey, Disney. You know, potentially there's like secret rooms at Disney World that like weird shit like Illuminati meetings happen. <laughs> Tinfoil hat conspiracy podcast. Say, it's you true. can say that Google about it. anything too, though. 
Google it. Dude, inside, inside every single Cheesecake Factory is a small room where the Illuminati meets up. <laughs> That's why there's so many of them. Mattress Firm? Are we going to talk about Mattress Firm for five hey man, fucking minutes? There's like four of them in our hometown. Dude, why? Why? Who's buying this many mattresses? The last it's time I bought mine part- was like five years ago. It's got to be a cartel like washing money, Ponzi, something. Yeah, I'm certain something. of that. That's the biggest conspiracy theory where I'm like, I know for a fact that that's at least a money laundering scheme, if not more. Mattress firms? There's still Long John Silvers around. Who the fuck eats at a Long John Silvers for the yeah. record? When, <laughs> when have you ever been like, oh, man, I can't wait to go eat fucking cod from Long yeah. John Silvers? You so know? I had Long John Silvers one time as a test. I was like, is yeah? this going to be it? The fucking fish was so bad. Was it during Hush- Lent? No, dude. Or maybe. Oh. I don't know. This was a long time ago. I was like probably 17. So this was like 11, 12 years ago. Um, All right. But I did have the Hush Puppies. Those things hit. A Hush Puppy. I mean, listen, you, you're not going to disrupt fried dough, right? I, I mean, I, mean fried, I, I any sort of yeah. fried dough is delicious. Yes. I'm right. With you. Um whether that be a funnel cake, even baked dough, bread. Who doesn't love carb? I mean, come on, look at us. We probably enjoy carbohydrates on this podcast. <laughs> you think? <laughs> but with all of that being said, if you haven't yet seen our faces on YouTube. But truly, there are some plants here. Maybe Disney, Cheesecake Factory, fucking mattress firms, Long John Silvers. I think they all kind of fall in the same thing. That maybe, I guess the next one, Anytime Fitnesses, because nobody works there. Right. It's literally a key fob and you walk yeah. in. Is that huh. sanitary? I don't know. I don't know. We can get into the Denver know. airport, too. I don't know if you've ever been there. Oh, the Denver airport uh, secretly has lizards in it. They they talk about how, like, lizards. And then there's, like, floors that and elevators you're not allowed to. They claim that there's, like, eight stories underground there. There's a demon horse. There is a demon horse. You see it when you drive in. It's pretty rad. <laughs> I haven't been to the Denver airport. It's the one place I haven't been to. But I okay. will say, a little weird. Now, what also is weird, Vince, is the Pop-Tart Bowl. Yes. <laughs> so if we're on the weird topics, cannibalism of Pop-Tarts is a thing in the U.S., people. And I guess it's okay. Granted, they are delicious. Yes. But an entire... K-State football team decided to eat a <laughs> Pop-Tart mascot so, in front of the masses at the Pop-Tart Bowl. I have to give credit Allegedly. to friend of the show and often referenced Mr. Richie for giving me this information about the Pop-Tart. Shout out, Richard. I hung out with him on New Year's, and he was like, you saw about the Pop-Tart. And I was like, no. He's like, no fucking way. And he's like, I got to tell you about it. So we went into detail. I did my research. Wild situation here. So some of these things are true. Some of these things are reported by people that could probably be untrue. But I'll give you the synopsis. So the Pop-Tart Bowl happened. And it was K-State and NC State. And... There was a mascot of a Pop-Tart, cute little Pop-Tart running around saying like dreams come true, all this stuff, like all this adorable shit. Pop-Tart bull. Yes, exactly. 
So this mascot's running around, and he's, like, high-fiving everybody, getting jacked up, doing all these dances. He, like, smacked the ref on the ass and stuff. It was, like, hilarious. Um, And he's, like, making friends with people in the stands, and he's, like, you know, just an affable character. Um, One report, this was one that I don't know if it's true or not, but I guess this guy was eating a Pop-Tart, and he's, like, am I supposed to be eating a Pop-Tart? With you looking at me, like it kind of feels weird. And the guy's like, no, go ahead. And I guess he like fed it to him and was like making noises and shit while he was doing it. Like just like weird, wild shit. Was this um, a coach so, or a player? This no, this was like a guy in the stands. <laughs> just oh, a random person. Was, so that's why I'm like, okay. it could be it could be fake. They could have just been adding to the lore. Whatever. Um they at the end of the game, there was a massive toaster. And the Pop-Tart had a sign that says, dreams really come true, or really do come true. And it's him going into a toaster. And then essentially being, and and then coming out the other side as a baked Pop-Tart. To which they put onto a table, and Kansas State, who won the game, goes in and starts eating the Pop-Tart. Mind you, it's a strawberry Pop-Tart, so there's red (laughs) filling. So it's like bloody Pop-Tart. Just kidding. Destroyed by this team. They're just taking handfuls of this dude. So everybody's like, hey, what the fuck, man? Like, you just killed my Pop Tart friend. What are we doing? Like, that's so fucked up. And then to which. Was he like gone after that? Like, was he he was inside inside the toaster so the other Pop Tart can come out? But the idea was they just toasted him so the team can eat him. (laughs) That was the idea. Poor, poor marketing (laughs) planning. No, but not at Mike. Not at all, because what are we doing right now? (laughs) Exactly (laughs) on an internet show, Um, and then at the at the end too, they people were like, "Hey, what the fuck?" And then Pop Tarts were like, "The best part of a Pop Tarts journey is when it gets the opportunity to be eaten at the end of it." So like Pop Tarts, Pop Tarts live to be eaten. (laughs) So like that's what they're saying. It's like circle of life. I just. Hey, you know, we support the cannibalism of Pop-Tarts on this show. And Maybe, that's about the only cannibalism we support. <laughs> who, who, who knows? I will gladly be the Hannibal Lecter of fucking Pop-Tarts. Being Fine with me? No problem at all. Who it knows? Was... Maybe maybe the Pop Tarts people hear this. Maybe maybe we're on to something here. Speaking the... of Pop Tarts, Vince, what's your favorite Pop Tart? I am Pretty good with the classics, so I will go probably the sh- brown sugar cinnamon. Pretty good okay. when you put it in the toaster. Uh, if I'm okay. feeling like a goofy little boy, if I'm feeling like big boy coming in hot, silly goose. I'll yeah. Silly if I feel goose. like a silly goose, I'll pop in one of those like hot fudge ones or like the s'mores ones. Yeah. I'm okay. not a big fruit pop tart fan though. Really? Yes. All right. Family Guy talks about it many times. There's even a song about it. Okay. Have you ever put butter on a traditional strawberry Pop-Tart? No. It is so fucking good. Really? Like, it is beyond, like, believable how good that is. <laughs> no kidding. Okay. And the song, as I quote, have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? It's so freaking good. There's a Family Guy episode if you've of that? Never been, if you've never put butter on a Pop-Tart, if you haven't, then I think you should. And literally just treat treat material okay did yeah. you know there's a strobe light going on behind you there is every time you like back up it strobes wait try it again yeah yeah <laughs> you see that <laughs> all right this is an epilepsy warning in case anybody's watching the pod right 
Let's go. Heads up. Jaxie Squad podcast turning into the fucking club. Let's go. Either way. Um, but the most, I think the most fucked up thing about this whole Pop-Tart thing is that his face, like, going into it was, like, you know, like a half sun. So it was, like, him smiling. Like, and then he comes out still smiling, and they're just ripping his body apart. He's like, <laughs> it's so fucked up. So they really, it's so they didn't, odd they didn't need creepy. to put the face in there, dude. They didn't need to put the face in there. But I, this is one of my favorite like bowl game celebration things ever. Um, I think we can continue the conversation we were having the other day too about the mayonnaise versus the eggnog. Oh yeah. The food, like there's, there's all the food bowls, right? There's yeah. The, there was the, what at the mayo bowl. And then there's the eggnog bowl. And we talked about, would you rather get doused in a bunch of mayo or yeah. a bunch of eggnog? Consensus is mayo, I'd say. The thing is, is the mayo that they pour on them is pretty viscous. It's pretty wet. It's it's thick, man. It I mean, that, that gets under you. To, I mean, you you could get you could break yeah. out. For how much oils are in that, right? Right. And I mean, it's delicious on a sandwich. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know if I want to get uh, jump in a pool of mayo or get mayo like. You gotta make sure you wash your nooks and crannies so you're not like breaking out in hives later on. Eggnog, I, just, I also don't want to be doused in. I'm pretty sure most coaches don't either. But after an, like a game like that, they're probably like, whatever, fucking do it. But like, why like, are we? What, a- Lincoln Riley got the nog. Or he got the mail. Lincoln Riley got the eggnog. We just, yep. I mean, last week we did discuss this, and a pop tart got cannibalized. But yep. I mean, let's let's kind of look at this, okay? So, you know, not really much like the peach bowl, cool, right? The orange yep. bowl, there's a big bowl of oranges, you know. But there really is nothing here that is too crazy. There's, yeah. you know, the it's not Alamo like the turkey bowl. on Thanksgiving, you know? No. No, there's there's really none of that, but Duke's Mayo, West Virginia. Yeah. Which also fantastic mayonnaise. It's hard to find in most places, oh. but you can get it you can get it in Chicago pretty easily. So I'm a big Duke's Mayo guy. Personally. So the potato bowl. Yeah. Okay. Which I always talk about P- the potato bowl. Potato. <laughs> Whatever. I don't anyway. <laughs> Idaho potato bowl. But what if they like Doused you in mashed potatoes. That'd be sweet. Okay, so I just start throwing bowl. raw potatoes at you. You're just like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> what if in the Boca Raton Bowl, everybody had to get a terrible suntan and, you know, drive a Mercedes? I don't everybody know. Everybody burns their skin and drives a Mercedes. Independence Bowl, you literally have to fight to the death for your independence <laughs> at the end of the game. The military bowl, they send you to. Yeah, to, to war. <laughs> If well, you coach, win, you're... if you win, you're on active deployment. <laughs> like, this is the worst fucking bowl game ever. Guys, don't fucking win this one. <laughs> Do whatever you can to lose. Lending tree, you just get like a loan in your name. I mean, like most the guaranteed these... rate bowl is yeah. bowl. It's just like you get a right. mortgage loan on the low. But yeah, I don't know. I I just think. I think it is funny that you get, like, Sun Bowl. Like, there's some things you can't do anything. Gator Bowl, they just let a gator loose in the locker room. Um, just, you have to, yeah. Really, the Mayo Bowl and the and the Eggnog are the two kickers yeah. for me. What if the Alamo Bowl, they made each team recreate the scene of the Alamo? 
Yeah. And whoever won the game, I guess, gets the best to, award. I, I it's know. the best award for the best way to read. Do anybody actually remembers the Alamo when people say, do you remember the Alamo? <laughs> yeah. And, and I've been to like San Antonio <clears throat> and I, they're like, oh, you want to go see the Alamo? I'm like, no. It's like, just a it's building, like a, isn't it? It's a building. It's like, oh, there it is. Last like, time I'm I was all... in San Antonio, it was hot. It's fucking hot. Yeah, it gets hot down there. I'm all for the history stuff. The Alamo, I'm like, all right, you know. Yeah. You see it, and it's kind of like a, you know, Mexican Southwest type building, like old building. You're like, okay. You could eat a taco at the Alamo. You could eat. You could eat. No, you could. Not saying I did. You, You could, though. Okay. Hypothetically, you could eat. Tex-Mex at the Alamo. And you'll be telling people that for hours after you do it. <laughs> That's about it. And then you'll never remember it ever again. <laughs> Just like how you, you know, should tell people to shave their face with Henson shaving. True. Because that might actually be more memorable than the, Alamo. the Alamo. Because how smooth it makes your fotch. True. So with all of that being said, shave your face with Henson shaving. This part of today's episode is brought to you by none other than our friends at Henson Shaving. If you guys have been listening to the show for a while, you already know that we swear by Henson Shaving. We've been using them for months, and there really isn't a better product out there. The Henson Razor puts an end to shaving irritation and cuts while also making your skin feel comfortable and smooth. This razor is made by using CNC machines to aerospace standards. That's right. Rocket ships, people. That means it's made to very tight tolerances, meaning that the combination of how securely it's held and how minimally the blade is exposed delivers a smooth and safe shave no other razor can offer. It's literally one blade. Be be safe. Please be safe. They're very sharp. You twist on the top and you get to work. It's that easy. You remember the beard bet? You remember me shaving off the whole thing. If you need to watch somebody use it, go on my Instagram and check it out because it's really that easy. Cost ownership averages $88.20 every two years, which is essentially $177 less than normal cartridge razors. They're sustainable. It's precise. It's Henson shaving. It's got a nice weight to it. It's made out of metal. None of this plastic garbage. So please use the promo code THETAXISQUAD, T-H-E-T-A-X-I, S-Q-U-A-D at checkout and you'll receive a hundred pack of blades free with the purchase of the razor. So you go on the site, you add the razor that you're looking for, and then you add a hundred pack of razors, you'll get those for free. For most users, this amount of blades will last you two to five years depending on how often you shave. So that promo code again is the taxi squad at hensonshaving.com. Go check it out. All right, college football, it is coming to an end right now. We have one more game on the schedule, but before we talk about the big games, Mike, let's talk about some of the smaller games. It is well, first time and for foremost, me. I want to eat a little crow. This is what I was going to say. I want to eat a little crow. Florida I'm just State sad got, that it's over. Florida State got, oh, yeah. I'm just sad that it's over. That's all I wanted I to say. But go ahead. Go ahead and eat getting, your crow. We're getting to a lot less football as the time goes on. You're going to have to become basketball Mike real quick, and I like that transition. I like that transition. I like the March year. Madness. I, I, I can fuck with the March Madness. I, I got into it last year. I'll get back into it this year. Every year, you know who I'm taking. My- Texas, baby. <laughs> Texas or the Volunteers. Pick one. Let's go. 
Um, no, but I wanted to eat crow because Florida State got fucking pummeled. Pummeled by Georgia. Part of me feels like Georgia probably maybe could have beat one of the one or more of the teams that were in the top four. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to yeah, see you know, this think? showing. Um, yeah. I mean, Brock Glenn, unbelievably bad game for Mr. Brock Glenn on Florida State. Georgia wins 63 to 3, scores 35 points in the second quarter. Oh my God, dude. Kendall Milton, nine carries, two TDs. Like, it was just Georgia all over the field. Florida State didn't stand a chance. Doesn't necessarily change my argument, but it does prove the fact that Florida State had no means to belong anywhere near that Final Four. Yeah, if you've been listening to the pod, you know that I've been saying this for a very long time. Um, without Jordan Travis, this team is not there. Um, you know, I will say Kirby Smart did say he had very kind words to say that this team could have been better with players that actually didn't say they weren't playing. Right. So uh, a couple of their top prospects says they were not playing in this game. Notably, of course, uh, Jordan Travis, their hard top to blame him prospect versus these guys who are coming out this year. Granted, I get it. You can't blame them. But then again, the NCAA wants to put out a product on the field that makes sense. There needs to be some sort of benefit for these like guys. A 12 to play. team playoff. Yes, but maybe even more so than that, which I, I mean, granted, it's becoming the mega conference yeah. leagues, right? That's that's what we're going to see. But I mean, Georgia, in my opinion, could have played Michigan just as good as Bama did, if not better. It yeah. could have played Texas or Washington just as good, if not better. Yeah, and I understand. I feel like the committee wanted more parity this year. Georgia played a very good Bama team, and you know we'll get into the Bama talk. But I, I do believe that they didn't play their best game. But as far it as this hard, game goes, it's hard to complain because those games were so good. To be honest, they were amazing. But, they were amazing. Yeah. I mean, I just seeing the difference between a six and a four matchup being sixty-three to three, and then both those games ending in one-score games. Makes a guy wonder. That's really all it is. Well, I will say, name of the century, Lad McConkey. Yeah, guy is one of my favorite humans. He, I hope he gets drafted by the New England Patriots because it'd be the most New England Patriot thing. It would. Ever. Yeah, that Northeast like, Irish motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Lad McConkey, Boston. <laughs> yeah, legit rushing touchdown. Just a, a solid Caucasian wide receiver that nobody's heard of really before this game. Um, I, I you, you just got to love it. You got to love it. You don't see it. You just don't see it every day. But to the point, Georgia, maybe next year, 12 teams. It's going to be fun. But they're still going to piss and moan. Some teams still going to say, I personally was like, good Florida State. Everybody kind of knew you didn't deserve to go. Yeah. But at least like if someone's like, hey, we're 13th, we should be 12th. It's like. You don't really got a shot anyway, buddy. Like, chill the fuck out and bring it on home. So, at least you can make that argument. It is hard with four, but it's the same conversation every single year. Um, Wisconsin-LSU happened. It did. Fun game. Fun game. Garrett Neusmeyer versus Tanner Mordecai. Um, Mordecai looked pretty good. He looked I, really good. I was surprised, honestly. They were talking a lot about how um, Tyler Van Dyke is taking over Wisconsin next year, which, given how he played in Miami, 
It could be good or it could be bad. Uh, but it was a fun game until the end. It kind of felt like Wisconsin was going to end up taking it, but those middle two quarters really just LSU took care of business. <laughs> yeah, they just gave it up, man. I mean, that game looked like Wisconsin was going to win. Like, going into right. the half, they had yeah. it, like, pretty much decided that that was going to be the case. Yep. And uh, personally, it wasn't really. wasn't really at all. It, now, my whole thing, Tanner Mordecai is a transfer. He... Swad. He hasn't been on that team a long time. He hasn't. I think most Wisconsin quarterbacks in the last, I don't even know how many years, have all been transfers. Even dating True. back to, I think, even date back to Russ. I do believe like, correct. Yeah, Russ was a transfer going into Wisconsin. Yeah. So, I mean, Tyler Van Dyke, no different. Bull, whatever that means. Is yeah. that what it is? But hey, Garrett, what, what uh, Garrett Dusmeyer. Oh, Relia Quest. The the Relia Quest Bowl. You get car insurance after you win this game. Cool. Um, <laughs> but yeah, sweet. But no, truly, I mean, this game went down to the wire. Yeah. And uh, LSU pulled it out. And, you know, Brian Kelly, him and his family came out against, uh, you know, just a, a whatever team. I mean. You got to imagine, too, you get Heisman winner Jaden Daniels in that game. It's not as close as it was. So. Yeah, but I get it, but you know what? Good. You play to good win the for, game, good buddy. For a young yeah. Hey, you play to win the game. Jaden Daniels somehow is getting all this talk now that he's like a top five. Uh, I think NFL that's probably because he won the Heisman. Okay. Well, why don't we back talk to about this it again? Then? Let's talk about that again. Because <laughs> Penix, Penix showed you why he was a Heisman candidate. It's I not a playoff need... award, Mike. It's not a playoff award. It's like MVP in the NFL. Still, did you elevate your team to the highest level possible? And are you taking them to the next step against the best talent in the country? Yeah, as the most valuable guy on the team that he played for. <laughs> did they lose games? Yes. Okay. Were they ranked second in the country ever? Oh, that's relative. It uh -huh. is. Someone uh -huh. just makes the call. It's not <laughs> No, it's I'm bullshit. just happy because I'm just happy because my as my estimation for it ended up coming true. That's the only reason why I have no reason to fight for Jade Daniels at all. I just I called it in like week like seven. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, hey, whatever. <laughs> I yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. And I, I did. You know, I guess I'm a little butthurt because I had a Michael Penix early on. Yeah. Heisman pick and it didn't work. But I mean, listen, the proof is in the pudding right now. And Penix. That makes sense why he would be going up draft boards right now, considering how he looked true um, in the Sugar Bowl. I mean, truly just what a what a great Lights game. Out. I don't know. I personally believe this should have been the first game on the day, but they wanted to give you, you know, the Rose Bowl granted. Yeah. But I mean, Penix, 430 yards, two touchdowns, 29 for 38. I mean, yeah. just an absolute dog. Yeah, let's do Sugar Bowl. Um, best, best player in the game for sure. There's no doubt about it. Um, Quinn Ewers. A little tired, a little tired performance. He threw the ball a lot, and sometimes it was good. Sometimes it was bad. Um, this was a game where it seemed like Washington was in charge the whole time, but every time you looked at the score, you're like, this is feasible for Texas to come back and do it. A couple times felt like it was going to happen. One point in the game, Washington up 34-21. Texas ends up scoring. They go for one to make it a two-score advantage Washington rather than an eight-point advantage for Washington. Doesn't end up mattering because Washington goes up nine with a 27-yard field goal, and then 
Texas ends up kicking a field goal. They go down six, and the game is over. It wasn't as close as it made it seem, I think is my biggest takeaway from this. Yeah, after the third quarter, I just kind of got to a point where I was like, yep, they got this thing uh, pretty decided, uh, needless to say. So with all that, Texas did get 50 seconds to win the game. Like they literally had the opportunity to win a game. The booger eater really didn't give them a great opportunity to come back. In my eyes, Um, there's some instances where you could decided to kick it, you know, as opposed to kick it two point conversion Two right. There there were some things here in my eyes that they could have played a little bit more aggressive. Now, I, I just, man, Roma Dunze, Michael Penning, I just absolutely, Roma Dunze might be the closest thing to Jamar Chase we've seen since Jamar Chase. He's a freak. That being recency bias, though, some people were saying some shit about, you know, Johnston last year on TCU, and that hasn't worked out too well in the NFL so far, so. (laughs) Yeah, but then again, he had Brandon Staley as his head coach, so. True. Everything with a grain of salt. (laughs) Everything with a grain of salt. Yeah, that guy had a lot of egregious drops this year, unfortunately. But to your point, you never know till they make it to the next level. But I do really believe um, we couldn't have saw a better Sugar Bowl than what was given to us. Now, I don't know who's to say that if they play Georgia, is it the same thing? Right. Because Georgia would have rolled Texas. In my eyes, there's no doubt about that. Yeah, there's a lot of what ifs. I don't think Texas would have done well against Georgia either, especially with how Washington was kind of just tearing apart. Like Quinn Ewers is just was not comfortable in the pocket the whole game, and it was obvious. Um, one thing I don't know if this is me, or I don't know if it was like it's like the level of lefty quarterbacks I've seen in my time, but something about lefty quarterbacks gets me so hyped, dude. Yeah, they get you a little hot and bothered, Seeing don't they? Because the guys sling from the left side, it's like I'm thinking Vic, I'm thinking Tebow. Like even when I see Tua play, I'm like, T- he might be the fastest guy on the field, even though he's definitely not. It's like oh, in my head, not. I was like, he's he might be the fastest guy on the field. To see a lefty QB is just awkward. First and foremost, it's not something yeah. you see every day. And everybody was high on Matt Leinart, and there hadn't been a true lefty quarterback since Matt Leinart yeah. in the NFL. Well, and he sucked. Mike Vick. Well, Mike Vick, yeah, but Vick is a different tier, right? In my eyes, yeah. I mean, Multi-tool but I'm saying after yeah. Mike Vick, let's put it. Mike Vick's the anomaly in this situation, but now Tua's come in and Flores didn't believe in Tua. Mike McDaniel stepped in and said, "No, he's a guy. And he's he, really he is a guy. <laughs> he is he a is, guy. Seems like he I mean, is statistically one of the best this season. Now, with all that being said." I mean, Penix has shown that he he may be the next one up. And, I mean, he – Joel Klatt talks a lot about the fact that he puts the ball in places for his receivers to win. Yeah. So there's no such thing as a 50-50 ball. And I'm paraphrasing. It's more of like a 60-30 ball. There's a couple of he, those this game too, very particularly. Right. Leverage is the word. And I think that he he has a keen ability to utilize leverage to his advantage where not many quarterbacks understand how that works. Tom guys like Tom Brady, of course, knew how that worked, right? Look like Peyton Manning really too, because well, beginning of Peyton Manning's career was just hospital throw after hospital throw, and then he ended up figuring it out after a while. <laughs> well, because he had no protection, but then True. he got Marvin Harrison and then he got, you know, some of the best. Who offenses. has a son? And don't you goddamn forget that. 
don't you forget about it. We're going to talk about it in length. But with that, though, I, I do believe that, hey, I, I think this this national championship is, I think, what the committee wanted. They yeah. wanted some parity. I thought Alabama, and they sure as shit gave that game away. Um, I thought they had a chance to win. And to get right into it, Michigan-Alabama, the Rose Bowl. Um, what Kirk a stadium, Herbstreit. man. What a fucking stadium. Well, I was just about to lead into this. Kirk Herbstreit came out and basically said that, you know, this should be the national championship every year in the Rose Bowl doing this year after year. Yeah. Don't do it. Alternative site. Tra- the tradition of the game, all of it, the name of it, the energy at the stadium, what happens all if, of it. What happens if USC makes it? Because it's amazing. It makes it. I know, but that's a home. That's a fucking home game. <laughs> it's not really a home game. I mean, they've played in Rose Bowls before a couple years ago True. with Sam Darnold and, uh, and Penn State. And I mean, granted, True. they won, but I believe that this. I don't agree with Kirk Herbstreet all, always. So let's like say that. Oh, I always do you as a I big Herbstreet guy. Oh, man, I can't stand Thursday night football. <laughs> we actually talked about this. I don't mind him. <sighs> I don't. I really don't. He should stay in college. Either way, his dog's really cute. And he takes him beautiful out before the dog. game and meets all the players. Yeah, beautiful little Goldie man. Handsome yeah, happy guy. But back to this game. I mean, hey, J.J. McCarthy maybe leaping. I mean, he had a Chicago boy, I do. by the way. I know. Chicago Shepherd boy, three I touchdowns, 221 yards, 17 for 27. Harbaugh's back. I can't with him, dude. There's something about him. I watch him play. I see the stat line, 17 for 27. Pretty fucking good. Did not throw the ball a lot. And this can go along with the point I wanted to make about this. First, Jalen Milrow didn't look good. The defenses were all over everybody. He couldn't get out of the pocket. He couldn't make shit happen. 116 yards on 16 throws. Or on 23 throws. Excuse me, 16 completions. He seemed like he was Jalen Milrow week two. Not Jalen Milrow last week. Um... In the same vein, though, J.J. McCarthy with Blake Corum, very good. Blake Corum is very fucking good. And every time I watch him play against OSU, the same thing. It was like, this is the Blake Corum show. I think J.J. McCarthy is probably going to get overdrafted. I anticipate that when that happens. Um, I think the Harbaugh offense is working out well. Um, I also think that both teams were like... You know how NASCAR, you, like, drive behind the guy and you're drafting behind him? Yeah, it's called that. Yeah, that's exactly what drafting. it's called. It's called drafting. I feel like both teams were doing that in subsequent quarter or subsequent halves. It was like Michigan was sticking with Alabama in the first half, and you're like, oh, Alabama's going to win this. And seven, then vice versa. Yeah. Right. And then vice versa. Or, sorry, excuse me. Alabama was drafting Michigan, and then it seemed like Michigan was kind of just hanging out. Right behind Alabama. Tie game at the end of the game. Michigan ends up scoring it. It ends. It was like neither of these performances were uplifting for me. Being like, oh, they're going to do great next time. It seemed like both teams were just waiting for the other one to fuck up. And they just kept tossing the ball back and forth. Or one could uh, say maybe it was a game of chess. Felt um, like I it. Think, I think it was a two great coaches 
knowing how to play each other. They've had more than enough time to watch film on each other. And I think they knew each other's tendencies very well. And I think Harbaugh just, he just got his play yeah. or his, he picked his spots and he picked them better than Saban. I think the Jalen Milrow thing, he relied way too much on his legs. Yep. Where in these other games that they much pulled out. Like it, could not do yeah, much with like it. The game against Georgia, they really had a game yeah. plan that worked and he was throwing the ball over the yard. And granted, he rushed for over 100 yards, but still. He also had that work. one throw that was fucking obscene where he just right. absolute dart. Like, how do you make that throw again? So one could say Michigan's secondary may be better than Georgia's. The the what if train is always going to be a QB thing spy too was huge. I mean, like twenty one carries, three yards a carry. They had Michigan had five sacks in the first half. Fucked him up. Fucked him like, up, dude. Fucked him yeah. up. He they didn't have a response. What I kind of thought was great, and I love the parody in this. The Bama O line purposely before the game walked down Michigan sideline and stared down their defensive line, and uh, I think that really Idiots. pissed them off. Idiots. And dude, the, Michigan's yeah. defensive line is a fucking unit, dude. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, you're granted, not going. Up, you're not Aiden. going up against fucking like FAU, dude. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I think they might have taken them a little less seriously than they should have. Bama? I think, yeah. The I thing think is, Bama too, is like Bama. A little lightly. You're Bama. You maybe Bama. shouldn't even have been in this in the first place. Well, there's, you know, there was, ar- I'm not saying that they should or should. There was arguments. Michigan was going to make it, no matter what. It's like there's obviously a differentiation thought. So they, if they weren't taking it seriously, like, what the fuck are you taking seriously then? They're number one in the nation. Regardless of what your opinions are, they're still number one in the nation. Like, fuck them up. Don't give them more reason to, like, you know, put freaking fuel on the fire. Bama had some chances, man. They had some chances, and that fourth down really, really fucked them up bad. And then, granted, they didn't get the first chance to score and all that. I mean, they didn't have the offensive firepower to win this game, and Jalen Milrow got exposed. It's that simple. And J.J. McCarthy's good. And Blake Corum and I is think great. you're going to have a... <laughs> and Blake Corum I, I is love great. him. I, He's great. He's yeah, so I know. good. But is he going to be a day one guy in the NFL draft? I don't think I don't so. know, but he's... he's. I don't think so, just because... Is he Bijan? I don't think he's no. Bijan. I don't know. He doesn't seem like an NFL running back to me. He, he seems doesn't. like he can probably play scat back a bit. He will definitely be in a rotation, maybe like a two-back right. system. Um, but I do think he has the opportunity. He gives me like a feeling similar to how Jonathan Taylor kind of was coming out of college. Cause no one really knew what he was going to be. He ended up obviously blowing expectations out of the water, but if he middle lines, what Jonathan Taylor was supposed to be, I could see him going with the same trajectory. That might be a smidge of a stretch. Jonathan he was, Taylor Jonathan, was a force. And where was he drafted? First round. Jonathan Taylor was in first round. Yeah, I swear to God he was. I don't think so, man. You sure about that? Are you sure about that? I'm I want to say he was second or third me. day. Um, sure? I'm figuring it out. He was drafted. Dun, 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 dun. Um, what the fuck? Career. Freshman. <laughs> Where are you? Second round, 2020. 41st pick. I was close. 
almost a first round pick. I was exactly right. <laughs> I was. You were you close. Were, I was exactly were, right. Am I right? I was. I, I said second round. <laughs> That's exactly correct. <laughs> For whatever reason, I thought he wasn't. Oh. <laughs> No, because a All lot right. of people thought, I don't know if Jonathan Taylor's going to... now. I get to eat my words, similar to how you ate your words on Texas. True. A um, lot of... But hey, hey, and it's... same here, sir. I took Michigan outright, I know you right did. off the bat. I know you did. I know. And I... Hey, overtime. I mean, it's not like it wasn't a close game. Yep. It's not like it was FSU. Don't... Both sides. It's... Both sides were one-point, one-score game, sir. Well, sure, but Washington really had the breaks on that Texas team. Until Some like would say it's left. actually a smaller deficit that they lost by. Some would say. I wouldn't bring that up. I wouldn't do that you to you, but some itself, would say. If you watch the game itself, the Bama-Michigan right. game, far closer matchup than the Texas-Washington game. Didn't say it wasn't. I'm just saying six points. Hey, the stat line will say one thing. Now, you know, what else you're looking at over there may not. Okay. Now, my whole thing is, all right, let's let's talk. Let's talk the big day. Okay. So January 8th, 530, we have the College Football National Championship. Yeah. We have Washington as the away underdog against Michigan. Where is this game being played? I actually don't know. I was just going to ask you the same thing. I don't think it's as a Rona. Let's see. Oh, I was like, what the fuck is Azarona? <laughs> Got it. It's Arizona. Yeah, no, I know. NRG Stadium out. in Houston. Energy okay. in Houston, Texas. So they're going back to Houston this week. Interesting. Hmm. I gonna be big. Gonna be a big game. It's gonna be a big game. Um, I'm interested to see what the defensive line on Michigan ends up doing to Mr. Michael Penix. I don't know. It seems like they have like a certain level of, of gusto in them right now that could carry them really far. I am not extremely afraid of the Washington's defense. I don't know, man. What do you, I mean, I I'm thinking that you're going to take Washington. Probably that's your inkling. Not my inkling. I'm just looking at it like, okay, best offensive line in the country just performed very well against a very good defensive line in Texas. Some yep. rated them top five. Granted, Michigan, very stout defense. I don't have a prediction really right now. I need to I need more reading and get back to me sometime. <sighs> You want to know what sucks is that we can't because the game's going to be over by the next time you get an opportunity to make a prediction. (laughs) You got a point. So with that, I'm rolling Washington. Fuck it. Parody. Vince is going Mm -hmm. Midwest. I'm going West Coast here. I just like Penix so much that I have to die on this fucking hill. So I'm going to. But I will say this. It's going to be a very close game. And the Michigan secondary is far superior than the Texas secondary. So I think that's where this is going to be the balancing act. The first half, I think it's going to look very similar to the Bama first half, either that, or it's going to just be a fucking drag race. The entire game of offense, 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 offense. Those 70, 30 balls are going to be closer to 60, 40. I'd say against the Michigan secondary versus a Texas secondary. 
We'll see the amount of pressure that they can put on Penix. You got to think a lot because that, that play yeah, style granted they had five sacks in the first half against Bama, but Bama's offensive line is now Milrow runs, and Milrow runs a lot. So does and Penix. Penix I is know, a fucking magician right there. I know, but I think he's going to be a little more patient. Like, Milrow was, like, on the side of always depending on his feet. Because well, at the beginning right. of the year, he couldn't throw the ball for shit. Like, Penix is accurate. Penix will throw the ball for He's very accurate, runs. and yeah. he's creative, yeah. and he knows where to put the football. Right. So I think this is going to be a little bit different, and I think the height factor, all of it, and Michigan's lack of ability to show up in big games year after year. And there's a lot of talk right now. You got Paul Feinbaum coming out on the SEC Network basically saying Harbaugh's gone. You got the other guy who smokes oh, he's a million cigarettes on FS1 talking about how he's gone. So maybe the players feel some sort of like, okay, this is our last ride, or maybe it's like, mm, well, our guy's not coming back and – Maybe this we don't feels like horse ride yeah. out of the sunset, win the big one and get the F out. That's what it's given me right now. That reminded me um, of a quote from the man, the myth, the legend, J.J. McCarthy about sign stealing. J.J. McCarthy Ooh. says about 80% of teams in college football steal signs. We actually had to adapt because in 2019, 2020, Ohio State was stealing our signs, which is legal. We had to get up to their level that they're that they were at. Oh my Jesus, God! Sorry. We had to get Three. up to the level they were at and make it an even playing field, is what he said. Which is kind of what we were saying a little bit earlier in the year, where it's like everybody steals signs. Now, where it becomes an issue is when you hire a guy to fucking go to every game and you ain't cheating. You ain't you trying. ain't trying. He's and also, lying. the reason He's... that you're not allowed to do what. Connor Stallions did is because it's a competitive advantage over schools that can't afford to have a guy on staff to do that. That's the reason well, you can't do it. Not because it's illegal, because it's not fair. If you picked up tendencies in film and saw the same thing in a game and they matched up, then yeah, you call that out all you want. Uh -huh. But to your point, they were sending a fucking full-blown grown-ass man recon missions. And what, just always the question, is why in the fuck isn't your mother or your grandma or your granddad right. or your best friend buying your tickets for you? Right. And you're going. So it's or not some just random fucking. Yeah. Your friend with a random name. Like do that. Because you could. Yeah, you could. You could make it look like gas. Right. If your buddy bought all the tickets. And like, hey, I, my friend bought the tickets. I mean, I wasn't there. Right. But, but even so, it, like. What J.J. McCarthy's saying isn't necessarily incorrect. <laughs> like, no, also, it's he's not. Gonna, he's going to back his guy until he's blue in the face because he should. So Absolutely. Now, what I will say is if you wanted this to all go away, put fucking mics in their helmets. This would all go away. Do they not have play call no. mics? No, they do not. In college what? football, there are no play. Why do you think the sign-stealing allegations are such a big fucking True. deal? There's no mics in the helmets Why? of college football players. Something with the helmet manufacturers, a lot of it leads back to the fact that the NCAA does promote cheating. I'm sorry. It does. They the do. The organization sure. itself is corrupt. I mean, Alabama, supposedly... man, how do they win so much? They didn't there's, cheat? Like, fuck off. <laughs> no. the point, I'm not even so saying it's a negative way. They they had to the boosters create scenarios at each right. major program to say why they can't do that. Right. 
And a large reason because of it is to promote the sign stealing, the cheating, that that's not a part of our game, that it becomes too much like the pro game. We don't we have a deal with this helmet manufacturer as opposed to this helmet manufacturer. One team might have a deal with shut. The other might have a deal with right out. I supposedly it's all about the money. If you if you if you're shut, if you're fucking right L, if you're freaking playing against sports like this is a college. Find a place to put a s- tiny little microphone. It is not that difficult to do. Well, Saban's, Saban's come out and even stated there's no reason why we can't be like the NFL and have mics and helmets, all these right. guys. And it, it would, it, he's saying like, you wouldn't see it anymore. It'll go it's away. It's not rocket science, man. It's pretty, dude, they make microphones that are the size of like a freaking piece of rice. After, here's when it'll change. After they throw the book at Harbaugh after this season, because I do believe the reason he's leaving is because we don't know. Does he get the trestle treatment? I've been asking. He's totally totally getting the trestle slash Joe P, Joe Pop treatment where he might just be excommunicated from college football. I mean, Joe Pop makes more sense, I'd say. Now, here's the question. If Michigan does go, okay, national title, Uh they win. Did Harbaugh do his job for that program? Yep. I don't disagree. Cut and dry. Done. He won a championship. Dis- When's the last time disagree. he did it, boys? Right. Not 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 a very long time. Um, so I don't know. In my eyes, I feel like he did his gig. If he I wins. Agree. Which in a way kind of makes me want to gun for him a little bit, but then again, I'm like, no, fuck that guy. No, I'm rolling with Penix. Like I'm saying, Penix I'm dying boy. on this hill. Dying yeah. on this Roma Dunze Michael Penix hill. We shall see how the game works out. I'm looking forward to it. Um, one thing that they're going to have to do at this game, because, you know, the Houston heat be coming regardless of what time of year it is. Humid. They're going to be sweating. They're going to be losing electrolytes. And we have, something, we have something that works perfectly for that. And it goes by the we name do. of Liquid IV, Michael. So, without further ado, here's a reading from our friends at Liquid IV. This portion of today's show is brought to you by Liquid IV. That's right, the hydration brand we've all come to know and love is with ya boys. It's festival, outdoor party, and adventure season, and proper hydration is essential. You don't want to miss out on the summertime activities while they're still here. Liquid IV will help you hydrate and stay in the game. I've been using Liquid IV for a few years, and i found a ton of uses for it. Uh, going to sleep after a day-long soiree. This is the product that helps me rehydrate and recover. I brought them with me on hikes, long bike rides, vacations, and maybe most importantly, bachelor party weekends. The beauty of it all is that Liquid IV comes in a small, convenient package that you just add to a bottle of water and drink away. One stick of Liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the Taxi Squad podcast code T-A-X-I-S-Q-U-A-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, no spaces, at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using the promo code Taxi Squad Podcast at liquidiv.com. The NFL people, last week we sang you a song about how the Bears make the playoffs. This week is not going to be as melodic, but you got a song forever now. So you got, you got a that. song forever that didn't matter because they're not making the playoffs anymore. <laughs> yeah, but hey, we could be the next hottest thing in the country scene. True. Considering most 
Caucasian males from the Midwest do that now. But maybe I guess we just talk days. with we could just talk with Southern accents and just pretend because that's just what they do now. Now that I'm done Pandering. writing podcast intros, I'll probably move on to country music. <laughs> what a jingle writer, by the way. Can we give Vinny snaps right now for his beautiful narration? Thank you, people. Intro lovely intro. Song. Very fun. But we had another nail biter of a week of picks. Vince and I tied for the Again. second week in a row. Yeah. N- nine and seven. And Which means. Which means, sorry, go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead, bury it. Go ahead. I was going to say, which means right now we are tied on the year as well. So last wow. week, actually, last week I beat you by one game, which tied us up. Two weeks ago I beat you by one game, which made me within one game. So the last two weeks I've just been like, doop, doop. He's creeping. Doop. He's creeping up. I think this is the closest we've been now in three years of doing this. Um, ever. Yeah, uh, either for sure. I was running away with it last year. Vince was running away with it the year before. And now we're we're getting better at these. Things. Some would say we'd be, we're smarter or we're just more even <laughs> one or the other. Um, the a couple other reminders, too, based on our halfway through the season picks. And this is the last week of our Super Bowl picks. Uh, I took the Eagles. And you took the Bengals. <laughs> Well, that's before the Joey B injury, for it's the just, record. That's the reason that we do the way too early Super Bowl picks, because we're not right. Um, you had Lions, Bengals. I had Chiefs, Eagles in the Super Bowl. Mine, I guess, is still alive, but very unlikely. Yours is essentially dead, but they're just dead. about as dead as each other, in my It's a dead opinion. tiger. It's a yeah. dead tiger and a dead bird. Um, but yeah, so the picks that we make this week are going to essentially show what happens at the end of the year and see who wins. Uh, we might have to move into a week later, or we just go right into the playoffs and rock it out that way. We'll see how that ends up working out when we finish it up this year. But regardless, we do a thing on this show where we either rip it or we skip it, and that is considered skip it or rip it. So without further ado, let's hop into the games of last week, starting out with Jets-Browns. Mike, skip it or rip it? We got to rip it just due to the fact that we were sitting next to each other while we were watching it. And, yes, we were. Uh, Joe Flacco is alive. I mean, we were narrating most of that game. It was like, oh, Joe Flacco. Yeah, we don't have to go too far Flacco. into it, obviously, because we were watching it. But Joe yeah. Flacco is so good for some reason. And the Browns actually have an opportunity to start a different quarterback this week since they solidified their playoff spot, which would make Kevin Stefanski the first coach, if they win this week, first coach to win with five different starting quarterbacks in a season. If Stefanski, if they win this next week, which looks like they will, um, coach is he not the coach of the year? Has to be, right? He's got to be, man. He's pulled a rabbit out of his head. He got a guy who was getting rubbed into Zuggas. And then he had another guy who played at UCLA. And then he had another guy who got cut from the Bears. And then he got fucking Joe Flacco off the couch. Yep. I mean, I, uh, where are you going? Joe Flacco is nearing Deshaun Watson's total Cleveland Browns touchdown scored in Good like four weeks. <laughs> so I Good don't see a reality in the future regardless of what happens in the playoffs, where they don't bring him back next year. They have to. He have forced to. the hand. He said, I, I have a job now. Thank you. 
And like Deshaun Watson might be the most expensive backup in the league until Joe Flacco proves that he's not elite again. Like they what gave the fuck? Him guaranteed money. There yeah. are some horrible dead money contracts out there right now that are players, usually they're coaches. But man, the Raiders. You got Russell Wilson. <laughs> you got Russell. You got the Raiders. Yeah. And now you have the Tugman himself, Deshaun Watson out here sitting on a bench and he when you see him he's all fucking ears man he's smiling he's like man highway robbery i'm good yeah get all the tuggies i want for the rest of my life it's not what you want from a supposed franchise quarterback but he regardless not. he's done he's done they're both they're all cut all those guys that we just named are all cut by the way except for flacco flacco probably gets his job mentors Sean watson's kid. cut okay Flacco's outplayed him in every way. There's no chance that he plays next year. I'm with you. I'm just saying the amount of money that they have into the guy, it feels like he, they're not going to cut him. But, they, I mean, they could. It's certainly possible. I mean, I look at the opposite. It's like, look at how much money they gave Flacco. Fucking vet minimum, and he's out here taking him to the playoffs, winning divisions. True. They still have to pay that money, though, if they cut him, no? Uh, I don't know how the contracts are all worked up and what money's guaranteed. The NFL, when, where, actually, how, I don't know. The cap in the NFL is so easily manipulatable. Like it's, they could probably yeah. do something. They they claim it's not, but it is. It, it is. is every single year you it see totally. something like that. But Browns going to the playoffs. Congrats to Cleveland. I'm happy for you guys. Joe Flacco until we die. Next game, Lions Cowboys. Obviously, rip gotta, it. Gotta rip it, man. I mean, what the Dan fuck, Campbell. I love that man. I really do. I love Dan Campbell a lot, but I don't know what he was thinking with that. He had not only was there three opportunities to tie the game and go into OT. Fine. The first time the, the trick play doesn't work. I get it. Two guys checked in to be one eligible, one not. Yeah. Refs fucked it up. All this. Okay, fine. Yeah, I get it. But after that, swallow your pride. Go to OT because they were yep. moving the football. To give some clarity to those who didn't see it or have been living under a rock, essentially the Lions go for a little trick play, big boy, two-point conversion. You fucking love to see it. Taylor Decker catches it. It's called back. Um, They were essentially trying to do like a little trickery. So they were trying to be like, hey, this guy's going to check in and be the eligible receiver, but maybe it's this guy and maybe it's this guy. They said – Dan Campbell claims earlier in the day, they talked to the refs. They said, hey, Decker's going to be eligible receiver. They thought it was Ragnow, I think, or something like that, or Penny Sewell or somebody like that. It was a separate alignment. But, yeah, to your point, they they tried to do a little trickery. Yep. And, and it kind of blew up in their face. I don't know. It seemed a little cooked to me. They called it, it back like the regardless. Them. They try going for it again. Doesn't end up working out. They lose by one, and the Dallas Cowboys win that game. That's one of those, like, tie and move on after it doesn't work. I'm agreeing with you entirely on this. Um, but regardless, like, they still won the division, so they'll be fine. But hopefully he just keeps this in his back pocket. Like, maybe in a game that means a little bit more. Because, I mean, now the Cowboys are on top of the NFC East, which is – Another new non-repeat division winner every single year since, like, what, like eight years ago or something like that? Like, it's something crazy for the NFC East. Well, surprisingly enough, they're probably going to win their division. And it's and lose in the second round. <laughs> or the first round. One of yep. the two. The um, Dallas way, I, baby. I, 
I just look at it like, okay, wow, Cowboys got away with one. I think uh, truly they they got they got the the good end of this stick, not the yeah. bad end. And uh, is yeah, Tony Pollard Lions, bad? He just is a he needs a second guy. We were talking yeah. about it last week. He needs a guy he in does. front of him to really lay down the hammer, and he's yeah. not that guy. Ceedee Lamb is that guy though. Ceedee Lamb spazzed, dear lord. That fact. man is. Hey, Beyonce got canceled for that word, dude. What? Spazzed. <laughs> well, I'm just saying from the. Sense no, of I know, like... I'm with you. I just think it's funny that Beyonce got canceled for it. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, he did. He's an absolute monster. Absolute monster. 13 receptions, 227 yards, and a touchdown. 227 receiving is fucking obscene. And what's great is literally immediately in his locker after the game, there was a note from the NFLPA. Uh, giving drug him test. a random drug test yep. and he went on instagram to say took you no time at all yeah no they were ready but for that to go by the end of the third quarter i'd say <laughs> for the record cd lamb has always been an absolute freak yeah and the man is truly a god-given ability of athletic prowess you've never seen True. so he he's it he is him as they would say in the words of the kids timothy lamb as some would say all right, moving yes. on, Titans, Texans. Uh, well, I CJ's guess we good. could. C- CJ's back, and he's really good, and he's probably the reason they win that division. Yep, and I that, opportuni- that opportunity is there. It's not as likely as another team or another team. <laughs> like, there's three teams that are going for it right now, but we're going to go through all the playoff implications after we finish Skip and Rip It, but CJ's the man. And they're a lot better with them. Uh, our boys, Mike. Absolutely. Bears fucked up the Falcons. <laughs> they fucked them up. There was a part of there where I felt like it maybe there was a way, like, that the Falcons could come back. But every th- ball that Tahineke threw, I was like, it's either close to an interception or it is an interception. Like, Tremaine Edmonds maybe dropped three interceptions, and I'm not even mad about it just because he was in the right place at the right time. The Bears, man, I, they, they gave it to him. And TJ Edwards may be one of the best tacklers in the league for the record. Yeah. And with all that being said, I, I'm just, they do this to me. I'm watching them. I'm getting, I'm getting like excited. And, and then now I'm like, okay. And Justin Fields looks really good. And DJ Moore is a dog and all this good things are happening. And I'm like, am I? Am I believing again? And yeah. I don't know if it was the Christmas spirit. I don't know what it may have been, but I, I might be believing again, Vince. And this well, is this is always what happens. And they're playing the Packers next week. And and you know, I, I'm believing again. And Fields, I mean, has looked wonderful over his last five games. He's truly looked like a guy who has been playing for his job. Yeah, for sure. Um for better or for worse, Eberflus is back next year. I don't see any way that he's not back next year. Uh, I think I said at the beginning of the season, I'm hoping for eight wins. If they beat the Packers, then they've gotten to eight wins. Not my favorite way to do so, but they did. Fields looks good, like you said. <clears throat> DJ Moore has been totally integrated into this offense. He was going on an absolute freak show. Um I like the double running back. I don't know if Khalil Herbert is a f- one running back. I think he's probably a two. Um, 
but regardless, it was like I'm not gonna act like the Atlanta Falcons are world beaters. I'm not gonna act like they beat like David and the Goliath, but they're not bad. And that defense is good. And the Bears had a really good day against that defense. And our defense looks so good. They finally got our, together. They look so good. What we have to understand is that Fields missed Scott Tyler Scott like beautiful yeah. ball in the back well, of the end zone. Scott also missed Fields at least one time too where i was like you sure well really scott that ball. he's young and i think he's got he's a long way a to go I, yeah he, he, but he's he's a he's a he's a burner Talented. and he's got yeah. the wheels for it and if he's they doing what darnell out, mooney should be doing <laughs> right exactly yeah. and mooney yeah. doesn't deserve to be on the field right now i think uh-uh. that tyler scott he could develop into a guy um it's just doing shit that you don't he didn't need to leave his feet to to get that ball in particular that was in the back of the end zone at the end of the yeah. third quarter um, but Fields, man, I mean, threading the needle. I mean, really looking as if he is a guy. 20 for 32, 268, touchdown. His last five games, fun fact, Justin Fields has a pass rating. It's not as crazy as you think. It's 77.6 with 1,000 it. yards passing, four touchdowns, three interceptions. Um, so these are the last five games of his career. He's He's played pretty well. It's the nothing to see too, because we have the no see that's actively trying to make his life harder. I had a thought process the other day. So Frank Reich is a guy who had tremendous yeah. success with Carson Wentz, similar athletic ability at the time. Um, and Frank Reich got the most out of him. And then Frank Reich had the opportunity with Bryce Young, but I don't think they jived. I think they wanted C.J. Stroud. The owner came in. David Tepper said, no, 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 that's not going to well, happen. Well, there's an argument that David Tepper might be the worst owner in the NFL now. Too, Correct. So. <laughs> so he thinks he knows better than most. And right. all signs lean to the fact that Carolina wanted C.J. Stroud, and I think it would have been a lot different if they drafted him, considering you the play think? on the field. I'm glad and they didn't. With all that being said, man, I think Frank Wright might be a beautiful Union for Justin Fields, and he knows Eberflus. It would be awesome if it worked out, because then it's just like Carolina's just taking L's all over Chicago. <laughs> like, losing their head coach, coming in and being the OC and working with the quarterback. We confirm have the first pick in the draft. I don't think they're drafting a quarterback now. It's basically no. impossible for them to do so. Um, I still see I mean, some they stuff were out there chanting. that... I know. Chanting. People, we people want fields. fields. So yeah. when Chicago um, fans speak, I think you got to listen. Yeah, but that's not always the way it always goes. I've I've already I've still seen stuff around there and you know, we're going to have this conversation until April. Like we're going to be yeah. having that are they going to keep him? Are they going to get rid of him? And I think everybody knows that. Right now, recency bias be as it is, I don't think that they draft a quarterback. I think they probably trade out. I'd like to have Marvin Harrison, but I don't know if I'm using the number one on him. Um, but regardless, what a fleece of a pickup. Trading the number one last year and then getting the number one this year. Is, <laughs> you got to yeah, give Pulse some credit. He's not going to know what's going to happen, but you got to give well, him some credit for this fucking move, man. He got DJ Moore, man. I think yeah. that DJ Moore is even coming out and said Justin Fields is him. He just needs time to grow. I want to be you, here with him. Yeah, you got to understand what we did was trade Bryce Young to the Panthers for DJ Moore in this year's first round draft pick. And a second round. I mean, I mean, that's amazing. <laughs> that's an amazing, like it's all like, it's all, you know, hindsight's always 2020. If Bryce Young was amazing. Sure. That's a different conversation, but that what a fucking trade, man. <laughs> like, this is great. 
on paper, it looks great. We'll see if Kevin Warren keeps these guys around as far as Flus. But then again, Flus is staying. There's no, he's man, not leaving. If they win on, if they win on Sunday, this team will be eight and nine on the season. Yep. And we asked each other before the season even started, what would you be happy with if they finished the season with a winning record, losing one? We both said we would be content with eight and nine. Yeah. Well. Right. And does it look like Justin Fields is improving? The answer is yes. Yeah. Does it look like he can be something that's impressive? The answer yeah. is yes. Does it look like if you give him more protection and an offensive game plan that fit his ability, would he be better? All signs Seems like yes. it. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, what are we supposed to say? I mean, it's I want to keep him now. I hope it goes well. I don't know. And the thing is, too, no. is he was he was playing in the fucking elements, and it did not matter. That was the thing, too. It was like it was snowing its ass off out there. He had to take his visor off because it kept getting wet. <laughs> like it was, I was like, damn, and it, it didn't seem to phase him at all. That's the kind of guy you need in Chicago. I don't know, man. I'm back he's in. T- I'm, I'm so fucked. He's a, we're, we're so back. We are <laughs> we're so, so back fucked. in. We're so fucked. And it's so bad. They, just, and they, they like square your legs up every year. They're, they yep. like totally shut them, right? And they're, and they're just, just tickling like, you all year. And then at the end, they're like, get over here, baby boy. <laughs> and then they just like, get over here. And then usually they line you up to kick you square in the balls. Yeah. Because this yeah. is what they do. I'm just hoping one and, of these days they'll Jason Whitlock us instead, you know? Oh. Uh, Oh, <laughs> if you've been listening to this one, you already know. Call back. Uh, oh, gross. Um, but to that point, I, I believe you know. I, I'm like I'm I like uh, I'm like the fucking polar express. It's the right most now dangerous thing a in a fan. Chicago Bears fan. Like it's the most dangerous thing you could possibly do is believe. In the beginning of the season, I heard the I didn't hear the Bears bell, and now somehow I'm believing in the Bears magic again. Yeah, and the cycle continues. Somebody, somebody clip this and post it on the same day next year. Let's see what ends up happening. <laughs> we'll see. But all signs. I mean, okay, let's talk about this for a second. Then are they the Lions of last year? They could be. That's the thing. But then again, they didn't have Ben. You know, last year the Lions had Ben Johnson, and Ben Johnson may be one of the best OCs in the league right now. Yeah, but he's gone. He's right? He's got to be gone. Yeah, yeah, there's no doubt about it. But with all of that, once again, I think the Frank Reich thing makes sense. They loosen him, know each other. You bring him in. I mean, hey, here's a guy. Here's an immense talent. You know what to do with this. He did it with Carson Wentz before he sucked. And then when um, Wentz lost him, he was he was shitty again. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I don't know, man. I just I've never seen an off a Bears offense play well, and they played pretty well that game and. It just makes me happy. So we'll see what ends reminded up happening me, this conversation. Well, Fields running around and ripping the ball the way he did it reminded me of like a Jay Cutler that I actually like. Yeah. Except he makes better decisions. Than Mike, Jay Cutler Mike wants Cutler back. Put it on a postcard. <laughs> oh, man. I hated him for so long, too. He's so much better than everybody else we've had. Though. I know. I guess I just needed time to heal the wound. But like I look back at some of that film of fucking Jay Cutler. I'm like, Jesus. That guy yeah. Was a dog. Yeah, he so really much was. Better than In other his guys. prime, he was. Jay Cutler was fucking slinging around. All it's right, all let's, let's move on. Fucking the Falcons and the Bears, and the Bears have our heart once again. And okay, Dolphins, Dolphins Ravens. Ravens. Whoa! Wow! Whoa! 
Lamar Jackson, MVP, first off. First thing I'm saying. Who else could yeah, you possibly give it to? Who else could you possibly give it to? In an amazing game. Quarterback that's a running back gets two MVPs and is the number one seed in the AFC. Looks like those guys are fucking wrong. It goes to show he's 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 him. Five TDs. He's fucking good, man. He didn't really run the ball that much that game. Truly he was. He, this was like a watch me, yeah, sort of thing. Like, yeah, you wanna, you wanna, okay, say this. You wanna say we can't compete? Fine, fine, fine. I'll throw the ball twenty-one times and get five touchdowns. Fuck you, is what he said. <laughs> Isaiah likely has yeah. two of them. Zay Flowers, Justice Hill. Yeah, I mean Odell didn't even show up on the stat line. I don't think he no. gives a shit. I think uh, he had one catch is... for thirty-three fucking yards, though. <laughs> I know that's fine, but I mean, hey, who would have thought that Patrick Card, white fullback, Dog. gets a touchdown? That, yeah. that's his only touchdown on the season, probably. But hey, get in there. I think he wanted to hook his boy up, you know. And Melvin Gordon, old name. There's alert. a name. Who remembers him? There's a the old fumbler. The Ravens are clearly the best team in the AFC. I think right now, as far as like a legacy, like situations concerned, Lamar's probably getting his second MVP. This is the year he needs to prove. Okay, like I got the defense, I have the people, I have the receiving core, I have all that stuff. This is the time that he needs to prove that he can win games in the playoffs and do something substantial. And I think that he can. And then seeing the way that this game worked out is like a, okay, he definitely fucking can. Let's see if he actually does it. Um, Tyler Huntley, pro bowler. Don't forget, pro bowler Tyler Huntley starting next week. So Lamar Jackson well, there, gets a week he's off. He's starting next week, so he gets a week off. This right. team gets a week to get right. I mean, hey, you know what? I guess we just have to shout out our old bear, Roquan Smith, playing middle linebacker, still rushing life. Yep. Absolute dog. He would look great in maybe in orange right now. But, hey, I think Tremaine Edmonds is not a slouch. He's been showing his uh, shit, too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, really, really has. I, I, Hey, I think that this team really proved that uh, the Dolphins aren't that good. I think – I don't know if – Yeah. I think it's both. I think the Dolphins are pretty good. I think the Dolphins are probably as good as the majority of the AFC in the playoffs. I think the Ravens are that much better. I just, you know, the regular season is a regular season for a reason. It's not the playoffs. Um, third week in a row, I'm just going to shout out Kyle Hamilton really quick. Just want to let everybody know that he's the fucking man. <laughs> um, yeah. But he's so good, dude. Um, but even so, it's that, yeah, this team just seems like it's, there's no reason why it shouldn't win a Super Bowl this year. They seem like they're clearly the best team in the NFL, um, and I want them to prove it once they get to the playoffs. So we'll see how it goes. But Dolphins, you're in the playoffs. Who knows for how long? They might even lose the first seed. We will see. We we, we have a whole lot of playoffs to talk about. All right. Um, Saints, Bucks. Ugh. Uh, I don't I, like what happened, Baker. I guess that's all I got. He's Baker Mayfield. This will happen from time to time. He looks great, and then he looks like such poo. Yeah. And I don't it's like get Derek it. Carr. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> once again, and he fucking shows up. What the fuck is it? I don't know. The NFC South is, is a joke. What is the this New Orleans Saints? World? The New what Orleans did they do to us? Did you have a did you have a bet down for Jawan Howard leading the game in receptions? Uh no, I actually started him in my toilet bowl for fantasy though. Look at us. There you go. Um, yeah, so 
I don't know. NFC South, the NFC South. They're going to lose in the first round probably unless one team just has a historic totally. crazy run, but it's just sad totally. all over the place over there. Totally. Okay. I, I don't disagree for a second. Patriots-Bills. The Bills. Closer than we thought. Yeah, but Zappy sucks. Dude, the Patriots suck. Yeah, so the Patriots, man. They just need to... Do they draft Drake May? Yeah. Or do they draft Jaden Daniel? Like, who do they draft? They draft Drake May. Okay. I would almost... Because it fits, right? It just kind of fits. He seems like a New England guy. Um, totally. I don't think they're going to trade up or anything like that. I think they're going to let the pieces fall as they may. So, you know, if whoever trades up to number... I don't think they're going to. I thought of it. I don't think they're going Wait, to. Wait, no, no, no. Think about this for a second. What was Tom Brady's college number? I don't know. Michigan. Come on. Think about it. What was Tom Brady's I college do, number? I don't know, bro. I was it five. Was it was 10. It was <laughs> okay, 10. Okay, cool. Got it, got it, got what it. Was, what was Mac Jones's Ten. college number? What's Drake May's number? Ten. Yeah. It's happening. It's Could fucking be. happening. There I it thought is. you are talking about them trading up. I'm like, I don't see them doing that. No, um, I don't think. I mean, they're probably going to have the second pick in the draft. I think they take. I think Caleb. Third. Somebody. Washington's bad, bro. All right. Washington's probably going to have two. If someone trades up and takes Caleb Williams, someone takes Drake May, then honestly, New England probably takes the third best quarterback. Third best quarterback, probably going to be Jaden Daniels. I don't think they're going to reach for. I don't think they're going to reach for a Bo Nix, but I do think that they might pick a Michael Penix if they're going to want a lefty quarterback. So we'll see. But they suck. But I think the real conversation is the Buffalo Bills, who are ten and six now. The Buffalo Bills have an opportunity to somehow win the division. We were talking about them like they suck, and now they have an actual chance to make it to, what would that be, the third seed? Second seed. They can either be in the second seed or they might not make the fucking playoffs, which, we're, again, we're going to get to. But they, you know, they hold it. They hold it. They can do it. Just fucking do it, guys. I would love well, to see the Buffalo Bills in the playoffs. Yeah, the Bills in the playoffs needs to happen. I think they do have a shot. I, I would my, – my prediction – would be like the most amazing AFC championship game in a long time would be the bills and the, and the Ravens. I think yeah. that would be just awesome. Yeah. The bills Battle are for the Northeast. They're heating like no other team is in the AFC right now. Um, I don't believe in the, the chiefs right now at all. I don't believe in the dolphins, but I do think that the bills can do something that's a little more substantial. Hey, the season restarts when we get to the playoffs. And speaking of a team that went to the Super Bowl last year, how about those Eagles? Man. Wow. Whoa. What I thought fuck? this game was over. And then when I saw the stat line, I was like, wait, what? Their defense is so bad. What the fuck happened? Yeah. And they, I, and well, they just I, signed Shaq Leonard. Like, what the? F I know, but you, you can tell that he's like a no. He's not doing anything to help him. Um, I think this has more to do with the staff than it does with the players. Um, they lose both sides of their coaching staff last year, and they bring in new guys. Matt Patricia has been running the defensive play calls, and that's been duty, duty, duty. Hey, man, but look good. Hey, he's hey. like he, he's cringy AF, but he seems like yeah. it's working. And I've been on this Shane Steichen train all year in Indy because they've also had like a fun little run that they've been going on. So you can kind of it kind of feels like there's a lot of those coordinators for the Eagles were more so like the. Grit and grind. This is what we got to do. 
Sirianni loses that, maybe the grown flower starts losing a little bit of losing a little bit of love in the yeah, locker room maybe, after this shit. Maybe they're they're not growing plants the way they thought they were growing plants. Maybe it's maybe just not. not coming together. You know, I don't know, man. I I feel like maybe this team over the past couple of years just they're they're a playoff team, but they're not very good. And I mean, a team for the record. That's that crazy. The Bears, they went to the fucking. Super Bowl last year. The Bears just beat them pretty decisively, and the Cardinals went into Philly. The and Eagles. Won last minute. No, the Cardinals. Oh, I was like they the lost to the Bears Eagles. last week yeah. on Christmas, yeah, right, and then right, right. now go to Philly against an eleven and five team, which yeah. just leads me back to the Bears. The Bears could be a fucking playoff team right I now. I feel like he walked up to that team and he's like, "This team's going down today, boys." <laughs> so there's a piece of me that's like, "This is my old team, and let's show him who the fuck is boss." Kyler Murray had a good game. Um, I think that he extended his life in that team, but we'll see how the Eagles do it. They possibly look just lost the division this week, so we'll see if they can come back and get more and more win and you know take that division back. But the Lions and the Cowboys working out like that is not doing Philadelphia any favors. So I don't disagree. We will see okay. how that goes. Moving on, Panthers, Jags, Panthers suck. Skip Raiders, it. Colts. Um, I could. Skip it. Yeah, they're keeping their playoff hopes alive, but Max you know, Crosby kept calling everybody little bitch boys, though. I don't know. Get them to the Bears. He kept calling right everybody. Now. He Zach Minshew a couple times. He just called him bitch ass boy. Yeah. Get up and walk away. I'm like, okay, yep. Get, get him, on, him the on the Bears, dude. I swear to God. You'd Trade that pick. Guy. Give me Max Crosby and then give me mm -hmm. whatever their pick is. Give me but him. Then you but then you don't get Marvin Harrison. See, there is a there is a scenario. One here. overall. We're washing. No. Well, you could you could arguably say Marvin Harrison Jr. is the best talent on this team, like yeah. or on on in this draft as a player. I think he is the best player. I just don't think that's where his va his his draft then, value is. Well, fine. What if Washington wants to trade up to one? Fine. And then the Pats are at two, and then boom, Marvin Harrison sitting there for well, you. Well, dude, you you play it with it's leverage. It's three the line. Well, Washington's going to have the second pick, so you got to just convince somebody. Not necessarily. It seems like it. I feel like that's almost a – depending on how this week goes. But I think Washington probably end up keeping it, which means if the Raiders want to trade up, then they got to give top dollar because then otherwise you can be like, well, Washington, what do you want? What are you going to give us? Or like – the thing is, is I don't know how many players Washington or New England have that I really even want on the team. Orlando Brown? Yeah. Is he on the Pats? <laughs> no, no, I don't know. I don't. I'm not saying right. I want a player. I just want draft capital. Give I'll me take Max Crosby though. Um, eh, regardless, I still not that. He's still damn near thirty and aging out. So. I know, but still. But you know that there is still a scenario where the Bears could sign Khalil Mack. He did lead the league in sacks for a little bit there. Rams Giants. Uh, Stafford's going it. to the playoffs, baby. Tyrod Taylor, best backup of all time. All right, 49ers, Commanders. Skip it. 49ers are really fucking good. Steelers, Seahawks. Is Mason Rudolph good? He's okay. They, I'd had, I didn't think for a shot they had a chance of winning this game, but Najee Harris run the football. George Pickens is clearly a guy mm -hmm. with the right guy throwing him the football, and here we are. It, something that may surprise you, Mike Tomlin, winning record. 
Go figure. It's, it's only happened every fucking year. No matter what happens, they were just horseshit yeah, all year, and they're nine seven. Talks a couple weeks ago, they're like, "Oh, he could get fired." I'm like, "Not a fucking Mm-mm. chance." No, no shot. No shot. Uh, and Najee Harris seems like he's a reincarnate of himself. So congratulations on that, Najee yeah, Harris. Good. good. Yeah. Good for them. Bengals Chiefs. Browning's over. Bengals are over. Browning's over. The Chiefs aren't that good. Isaiah but they win Pacheco the West for like the eighth time in the row. They win the West for the eighth time in the row. No matter who comes in, no matter what good quarterbacks are in the West, they win again. Speaking of the West, fucking Chargers Broncos. <laughs> what a Closer shit game bowl. than I thought. Shit bowl. Uh, Easton Stick threw the ball a lot. He has a funny name. I'll continue to feel that way. Jared Sinems threw the ball a little bit less, and it worked out. If you look at the stat line and you see Jared Sinem, Jaleel McLaughlin, Lil Jordan Humphrey, you're just like, who the fuck is playing for the Denver Broncos right now? And now, and and hey, now the Dude, only thing Lil I'll say. Lil Jordan Humphrey, what the fuck, man? What about little Jordan Humphrey? I'm just saying, where do these guys come from? Like, I didn't hear about any hey, of them. For let the, imagine if you would have had this guy on a prop bet to score a touchdown, you would have yeah. won like your rent for real. You know, and even just Jaleel McLaughlin over 40 yards would have been insane too. Uh, it's an absolute brutal showing from two teams that should be good, but the Broncos end up winning it. Neither have playoff aspirations. We move on. Packers Vikings. Yeah. You liked the like the. I'm just you liked the whole idea of Jaron Hall. I don't know yeah, about all good. that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just not very happy the fact that Jordan Love looked good and he looked he really good. Again. And um, I, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna be worried about next weekend, but um, we'll see. Put up or shut up, boys. It's that time. Yep. Um, okay, let's talk about the playoff picture for a moment. So right playoffs. now, looking, we're talking playoffs. And right now, we're looking at the clinched playoff spots. We got the Ravens, Dolphins, Chiefs, and Browns on the AFC side. Yeah, yeah. The Niners, Cowboys, Lions, Eagles, Rams. Cowboys in the NFC East currently on top, which leaves the Eagles at the five seed in the hunt right now. Most notably, you have the Bills, who are ten and six. The Dolphins are 11 and 5. The Bills actually have a chance to win the division if they end up winning out this week, um, which would be rich, honestly, for how the Dolphins have been playing all year. So I hope that the Bills do end up winning it just so they get the division because I think it'd be funny. Um, But I think the biggest thing on the AFC side is Jaguars, Colts, and Texans right now. You got three Mm -hmm. teams, all nine and seven. It seems like the Jaguars had the biggest chance to win it, just given tiebreakers. But two of those teams lose, and one of them wins. They're in, and they get a better seed than two of the wild card teams that make you slide in there. I can't believe that this many teams in the AFC South are the deciding factor. Three teams, nine and seven, and to your point, who owns the tiebreakers? Now, C.J. Stroud coming back on fresh legs. I don't think there's a farts chance in hell yeah. that he doesn't walk into. Um, NRG and just or walk into the the indie dome and just say yeah I'm here yeah and I really show agree with you. yeah I don't think there's a shot in hell that that doesn't happen I you know if the Jags can beat the Titans though it doesn't matter right 
So the Jags kind of hold their own. They have a 73% chance of getting in, 99% chance if they win because they hold all of the tiebreakers. So I would say, looking at this critically, there's three more spots in the AFC. I would be inclined to go Bills, Jags, Texans. Yeah, we'll see, man. I mean, the Jags have, granted, they they beat the brakes off of a very shitty team last weekend. Yeah. Um. N- fine. Okay. But then again, Trevor Lawrence, who knows? You know, Vrabel, he always has a way. He finds a way. Yep. And if the Bills so, do end up losing, they'll tie with any team that wins in the NFC South or AFC South. So really you're looking at those three teams. Steelers have a chance to make it in as well if they do end up winning, but I don't see that happening. Now moving on a to lot the of things NFC. Yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot of things, things have to happen for the Steelers. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of also those teams won't be resting any starters like the Tyler Huntley led Ravens. Um, on the NFC side, it's a little more cut and dry. There's two available playoff spots. One of one of which being the NFC South, the other which being the wild card. So right now you have confirmed 49ers, Cowboys, Lions, Eagles, Rams. Two more teams. <clears throat> um, Packers are the most likely to move into that wild card spot unless. Our Chicago Bears, Bears. play, play whoopsie-daisies, gotcha, and I really hope they play gotcha this week. I'm really, really, really hoping that that's the case. Um, outside of that, the Buccaneers have the highest chance of winning the NFC South, which I hope they do because I really don't want to see the Saints fucking How play. How are the Falcons man. still in the hunt, man? That's insane to me. Because that's, that's the worst division ever because <laughs> they're yeah, so no, fucking it, it, bad. <laughs> I know, but the Bears are sitting there at seven and nine and tiebreakers and all that good stuff. And yeah, you know, it, it's looking like right now. I just look at the NFC North and I just pray the Bears can duplicate what the Lions did last year and kind of give that same message of like, we're coming. I'm with you. So the Buccaneers are playing Carolina, which means the Buccaneers are it's probably are going, going to playoffs. playoffs. Bucks um, are going to playoffs. Yeah, and then you have Seattle, who plays Arizona, which should be a win for them. And then Atlanta, we'll the thing is, though, is like the Bucks need to win because Atlanta and New Orleans are playing each other. So if New Orleans beats Atlanta, they slide in. So they better beat Carolina, for real, because they could play spoiler, too, over there in Carolina. <laughs> they could. I mean, hey, it just depends. I don't think anybody in Carolina is super motivated. I don't think anybody... Uh-huh is going to be playing into a hundred percent in that one. And then but granted of- though, any given Sunday, because the Packers a couple weeks ago, won in a three point matchup against the Panthers. So. True. They don't always get blown out and shut out like they did this week. Um, and then the Vikings have a chance as well. But if I was going to put my money on it, I'd probably put bucks. And then I really want the Seahawks to make, because that means the bears did win that game. Does, does Kirk, Come back for the Vikings next year? Yeah. Yeah? Almost almost for sure. Given how this season went and just knowing that the difference between them going 8-8 eight and eight and maybe winning a division is Kirk Cousins. Think about how okay. fucked up that quarterback room has been. You can bring in Kirk Cousins again. I would say it's almost a definite. What if they draft Michael Penix? Do they want to do that with their team right now? You give them another very year. Young. You, give them a, you give them a year to sit. I don't know. Just maybe. I wouldn't I be know. against that, but I'm just saying, like, that defense already took some or, issues last or, year with getting rid of guys. Very similar archetype to a 
Kirk Cousins is Bo Nix. What if they draft Bo Nix? They could. That that would be interesting. If they drafted Bo Nix, sit behind the other Christian dude, let him teach you the godly way of playing quarterback for the Vikings and being very average. I but think good. if they can sit, I think if they can sit on a quarterback and then have Kirk come back again, I think they would. And also, I think Kirk just kind of fits Minnesota pretty well. He does, and I think Bo Nix would fit Minnesota as well. Playing a dome, you get to learn behind Kirk. Kirk shows you the way they kind of look alike. They do, right? They kind I of agree. They, they could be long lost brothers. All right, let's get into our picks. Picks and... starting with the Steelers at the Ravens Huntley Bowl. Here we go. I think the Steelers have more to play for, so I think they win. I think the Ravens still end up winning because the Ravens are good. Texans okay. at Colts. Give me the Texans. I'm going to take them as well. Minshew Mania has run its course. Jaguars, Titans. This happened 20-plus years ago, and it uh, didn't end well for the Jags. So I yep. think uh, they, I think the Titans are going to win. I think, give, okay. me, give me Levitt. Give me the I'll take bowl. I'll take the Jags just because they have one to play for, honestly. Vikings, Lions. Give me the Lions. Yeah, they got embarrassed last week. They're not getting embarrassed again. Falcons, Saints. Give me the Saints. Yep. Agreed. Jets, Patriots. Mm. <laughs> what a gross game. Take the under. Give me the yeah. Pats. I'm taking the Jets because the Pats want that pick. Bucks, Panthers. Bucks. Yeah, easy. Panthers are so bad. Um, Browns, Bengals. Battle for Ohio. No way Tyler no Flacco. No way Flacco starts this game, right? He's old. No, he doesn't. You already clinched the No way. No, you got to see you. So, and that if that's the case, uh, give me the Bengals because I think Browning. Th- this is such yeah. a hard week. This I'm going to take, yeah, week. I'm with you. I'm going to take the Bengals too. I feel like they want to just be like, hey, Let's get a good record. Let's just finish off the season and feel pretty good about it. Yeah. Roll them. It's time. Bears Packers. I don't even want to make a prediction. I know, because it's actually has something to do with us now, too. (laughs) I don't even want to do it. Fuck it. I've done it. Give me the Bears. Yeah. We all know what I'm going to do. I do it every week. If the Bears lose, at least I win this. I'm taking the Packers because I want the Bears to win. Just remember, that's why. Cowboys, Commanders. Give me the Cowboys because they want that pick too. Fuck, they want that one seed, baby. Broncos, Raiders. Um, The Raiders? Yeah, their offense just looks better right now. (laughs) So Yeah. Yeah. Eagles, Giants. Eagles, they got to win this game. They need to. And if they don't, then it's fucking game over, over, over. So I'm taking them as yeah. well. Seahawks cards. Give me the Seahawks because I think they have more to play for than the Cardinals. And yep. Yeah. Agreed. Rams 49ers. They're both the resting everybody. I mean, <laughs> they're I mean, they're both like good. Uh yeah. give me give me the the Rams. Okay. I'm going to take the 49ers because I don't know what to feel about it, so we'll just do it as a pick them there. Yeah. Chiefs, right. Chargers. Chiefs. Yeah. Chargers suck. Bills, Dolphins, baby. I'm taking the Bills, man. I'm rolling Fuck with them. yeah. I'm I am too, dude. I like them a lot. Let's go. It. Circle the wagons, I, Buffalo. Wagon, Buffalo. 
wagoning around the Buffalo. <laughs> I like this. So wild card round. I mean, we're going to have an interesting follow up to that. Yeah. week. I'm, I'm pretty jacked for it. I'm not going to lie. I agree. And we got the divisional rounds and then we got, oh man, it's, it's the fun time for footballs right now. People, Hell if you're yeah. not rolling with us, I don't know who you're rolling with. I don't know if you want to listen to cowards, dumbass. Boo. I think, I think our picks are far more fun. I think we talk about far more things like Jason Whitlock and Dan Orlowski smelling and, feet. <laughs> and Dan Orlowski smelling feet and eating Pop-Tarts at the Pop-Tart Bowl <laughs> and college football takes that are egregious. I think it's too much fun. So Agreed. if you've been with us to this stage of the game, thank you. We do hope you enjoy the intro song. It is brand new and we're rolling with it, people. Uh, we've got some new things in the works for 2024. Roll with us. I think this is going to be a year of epic growth. I, I don't think I know. How about that? Yeah. And uh, if you've been with us from the jump, please give us some love. And as always, it's the after point of the holiday season. I'm switching targets this year because I don't have another choice. You got a brother. Yeah. You got a sister. Yeah. Right? Maybe you could, maybe you got friends that are like your brothers or your sisters. Maybe they want to listen to a fun sports podcast known as the Taxi Squad. So share it with a friend, and we'll see you next week. Peace.